Welcome to Anchor Daily. This is Angie, and today we're in Joshua 9. Hey friends, 2016 was one of the most controversial and hotly contested presidential elections in modern history. The media was out of control, and the lines became very, very blurred between factual, fictitious, and make-it-up-as-you-go stories. In response, out of that election cycle came a term that is widely used today, even though the term had been around since the 1300s. That term was often used as a hashtag whenever former President Trump was using Twitter. The term, fake news. Whether you call it fake news, dishonesty, or even lying, there has definitely been a cultural shift away from the value of truth. John Ortberg, in his book, Soul Keeping, tells the following story. Quote, over the course of many years of teaching, I have noticed that there typically seems to be a rash of deaths among students' relatives at the end of the semester. It happens mostly in the week before final exams and before final papers are due. Guess which relative most often dies? Grandma. Folks, I am not making this stuff up. Mike Adams, a professor at Eastern Connecticut State University, has done research on this. He has shown that grandmothers are 10 times more likely to die before a midterm and 19 times more likely to die before a final exam. Worse, grandmothers of students who are not doing well in class are at an even higher risk. Students who are failing are 50 times more likely to lose grandma than non-failing students. It turns out that the greatest predictor of mortality among senior citizens in our day ends up being their grandchildren's GPAs. The moral of all this is, if you are a grandparent, do not let your grandchild go to college. It'll kill you, especially if he or she is intellectually challenged, end quote. Hey, any of you ever use that excuse to get out of a college exam or a term paper? How many times did your grandma die in the course of your college career? Come on, tell the truth. Well, thankfully, most grandmas are not dying at the end of the term. But the stats are intriguing because they show that often a student's first line of defense is to lie rather than be honest and beg for mercy from their professor. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like things have gotten any better since 2016. Truth has become less valued and facts? Who needs facts when fiction is so much fun? As believers, this is a problem for us as absolute biblical truth is not welcomed nor believed in many circles these days. Knowing these obstacles, how are we supposed to function in such a culture? How are we supposed to be light and salt when fake news has become the norm? Those questions take us back to Scripture and into our text today in Joshua 9, where Joshua was confronted also with handling fake news. In Deuteronomy 20, God had given clear instructions to Israel. They were not to offer peace to any of the cities within the Promised Land. They were to destroy and conquer the entire territory. Only those people outside the promised land would be spared. A nearby neighboring city occupied by the people of Gibeon understood this, and they were desperate to protect themselves. 
they created quite the narrative in order to pursue peace rather than be defeated. Some translations say they were cunning, others deceptive, and others called it a ruse. The Hebrew word is orma, and it means shrewdness, craftiness, or trickery. Theologian David Guzik notes, quote, Notice all the methods of deception that were used by the Gibeonites. They were crafty, clever. They misrepresented themselves by pretending. They gave false evidence, and they lied, end quote. Where I come from, we would call that a whopper of a tale. And it would seem that Joshua and his leaders should have been skeptical of the fake news being presented to them. Yet, only the moldy appearance of bread was, after examination, what was accepted as guaranteeing the truth of the story. They just blindly believed. No hesitation and no further questioning. Verse 14 shares the fatal flaw. The Israelites sampled their provisions, but did not inquire of the Lord. When I googled how to discern fake news, the same answer came up over and over. Check the sources, check the author, check the facts. For the non-believer, that means doing some digging on the internet. But for the believer, that means taking it to prayer, reading scripture to find any helpful nuggets of truth, and seeking wisdom from those who are in spiritual leadership over us to ask for their opinion or insights. We are fallible. We are prone to rely on our human smarts, yet we can be so easily deceived. We should pause and consider this reminder from Joshua that there is always great wisdom to be gained from inquiring first of the Lord. May the lens of Scripture and the presence of Jesus give us the wisdom we need to discern fact from fiction. Hashtag no fake news when it comes to Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.